Hello, gorgeous souls. You're with Marley from Manifest with Marley. I'm about to talk all things mindset and manifestation. Today, I'm super excited to chat to you because I'm talking about how mindset actually leads into manifestation. I'm going to wrap it all up in this neat little process so you can understand how the two are linked together. Because I think when people talk, think about mindset, they often think about positivity. And when they think about manifestation, they think of the law of attraction and the image that the secret presented, which was a bit kind of misconstrued as if you think positively, things will appear for you. But mindset is a lot more complex than that and a lot more interesting. So I'm going to talk a little bit about neuroscience, but don't worry, it's going to be simple because I'm not an expert. I'm just super interested in this. And personally, I find it useful to know what's going on in the body to help us then see how it's playing out in our life. So humans as a species tend to believe that our beliefs are a reflection of our physical reality. We think that beliefs are ultimate truth because if we've seen this in our environment and if we've created this belief, it's obviously because it's physically true, right? But the thing about beliefs is that they're actually created in two ways and none of them is because we receive a message about ultimate truth when we're born or as we're growing up. Beliefs are either created from a thought being repeated often enough or through a strong emotional response to an experience. So if you think something often enough, it will become a belief and that is because in our brain we have neurons. And our thoughts are energy, energy passing between neurons in the brain. When you have a train of thought, I think that's actually the energy going through one neuron to another neuron to another neuron to another neuron. So you can kind of create this image in your mind of all these different neurons. And from each thought you have, it could take any number of pathways to any other neurons, which are other thoughts. The thing about our brains and the energy in our brains is that that energy wants to take the shortest possible path because it wants to be efficient. It wants to use that energy efficiently. So when you have a thought, you're taking this neurological pathway. And if you keep having that thought, you're actually physically strengthening that neurological pathway in your brain. I think it's the neuron, the part that actually physically grows bigger. They did a study that showed if you focus on a topic for one hour, so if you're doing some study or learning surrounding a particular topic, that neuron in your brain actually doubles in thickness. I personally think that's really crazy and amazing. But that can kind of tell you how when you're taking a thought pathway, the neuron is strengthened. This is also also why it's easier to think in the same pattern that we've always thought. If we've always had a negative thought pattern, it's actually easier for our brain to take that neurological pathway and think negatively, which is why people, when they're teaching themselves to think positively, it feels hard because it actually is. You are using more energy to take this other pathway in your brain. But the thing about it is, if you think those positive thoughts often enough and take that little pathway instead of the negative thought pathway, take a little, it's like a little bypass, right? But you have to build that bypass. The more you take that thought pathway, the more that neuron will actually strengthen. 
And once the positive thought pathway, is, pathway, that neuron, once that's thicker, it will be easier for your brain to take that pathway. And then what happens is the old pathway actually shrinks and degrades because it's no longer needed. If you've done any study around psychology in school, maybe you've heard about the term pruning. When you're a child growing up, you are learning so much, constantly, constantly learning, but also constantly pruning the neurons in your brain, those neurological pathways that you're not using because our brains are built to adapt. If you're not using a neurological pathway, obviously it's not needed for your survival. So we get rid of that pathway to use the energy in our brains more efficiently. How cool is that? So if you want to build a new pathway of positive thinking, what I personally like to do is that if I catch myself having a negative thought, I will reframe it into the positive thought. Not even We don't even have to use these terms positive and negative. If you find yourself having a disempowering thought or even just a thought you don't want to have or don't want to feed, then you can rewire it by reframing it into a new belief, into the thought that you do want to have. And do that every time you find yourself having the belief that you don't want to have or the thought pathway, sorry, that you don't want to have. If you do that every single time or better yet, do it three times after you have that thought you don't want to have, reframe it and repeat it to yourself three times, five times if you even want to. That will strengthen that pathway more than you are reinforcing the old one. So people, people, when they're trying to create this new positive mindset, often beat themselves up for having the negative thought and they think, oh, I should have done better or, oh, it's so terrible that I'm having that thought or how do I, how do I, how do I change this? It's not working. I'm still having these old negative thoughts. Of course, you're still going to have the old thoughts because that neurological pathway is a physical thing in your brain. People beat themselves up so much for this when it's things aren't changing quick enough because they think that it's just a non-physical thing that they have to just change this thought but it's not you are physically changing the wiring in your brain and that is an amazing thing and it does take work and you should absolutely congratulate yourself when you are working on this and especially where you find yourself have actually succeeded in changing your thought patterns that is incredible give yourself a huge congratulations you have done some physical work. It's like bodybuilding. You have just buffed yourself up so much and you are looking fantastic just because other people can't see it, just because they're not congratulating you on it as much as you deserve. You totally deserve it. And I hope you know that. So go and do something special for yourself later, please, just for the fact that you have committed to doing this work. So let's get back to how this all feeds into manifestation, because it's not just about positive thinking. The thing about beliefs is that they are not a reflection of ultimate truth. So you can create any number of beliefs throughout your life. From the ages zero to seven, you are just like a subconscious sponge picking everything up without a filter. And that's kind of dangerous because you can pick up the beliefs of people around you. You can create beliefs in an instant through minor experiences in your life. And that can still happen as we're older. But for example, a child in school who gets some negative feedback from the teacher, they can really take that to heart and take that personally. And as an adult, that can happen too. But we have the emotional intelligence to work through that a little bit easier. 
So say you have an experience in childhood where something happens and from that experience you create the belief that you're not good at art or you're not good at stories or you're not good enough or perhaps you are unhealthy. Perhaps you're a little bit overweight and you've created that this belief that you that's just how you are. You are overweight, you're an overweight person and so you act in accordance to that. But the thing about this is that just because you had an experience once that showed that as truth does not mean it is your current truth and it, it does not mean it is your future truth. But the thing is that the power is in the present moment and if we're still holding on to the past and we are reliving those beliefs, reliving those patterns and reinforcing them, that's going to then create the same physical reality in future. If you have a belief that you don't succeed at anything you do, that could have come from a single experience and then we generalized and then we started to act in accordance. If we believe that we're going to fail at something, do you think you're going to try? No, you won't. You will avoid it at all costs because trying and failing is uncomfortable or at least that's what you experienced in the past. So our beliefs affect our actions and then our actions affect our results and those results become our physical reality. And that is what they're talking about with mindset and manifestation. It's not just about positive thinking. It's not just about saying, oh, yes, I'm going to receive what I desire. That is a huge part of manifestation and it is kind of everything of how to do manifestation. You embody the feeling of already having it. You believe it, you expect it. And that's wonderful. But the flip side of that and the other side of the work is to look at the things that are getting in your way. Look at the limiting beliefs that are holding you back. Look at all the subconscious reasons you tell yourself you can't have it. Because there's no use telling yourself, hey, I expect this, I believe it's gonna come. If there's a tiny little whisper there saying, no, it's not you're not worth it, you're not deserving, remember that time that it happened a different way. And if you do remember that time it happened a different way, that's fantastic because then you can work through it. If you don't remember those things that are linked up, those experiences in childhood that gave you these beliefs, then you can do some work to uncover them. Once you've identified the experience, the thing that your brain is basing its truth on, you can start to question it and say, hey, does that experience really mean that I can't do that or that I'm not good enough or that's always going to be my truth? No, it doesn't. And so it's really as simple, simple but not necessarily easy, as identifying the beliefs, finding where they came from, if that would be useful, and then just reframing them and rewiring them and then building that new belief into our brain. And remember that it's that physical process of actually building new neurological pathways. So the more you can tell yourself this new belief, the faster, I guess, it will happen the faster that neurological pathway will be built and that is why affirmations work affirmations aren't just some airy fairy thing if you use them properly you will actually reprogram your mind and if you want to learn more about reprogram your reprogramming your mind that topic is called neurological programming nlp and it's about using hang on wait Neurolinguistic programming, I think it's called, sorry. And it's all about using words to help rewire your brain and how it works. So that's a little 
little explanation for you as to how mindset actually creates a physical reality. Your beliefs are not a reflection of physical reality. Your beliefs actually create your physical reality. So I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.